Give us your meals that we can't refuse. Reese and I will digest, 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 digest for you. That's going to be a new segment where we uh, just eat your meal recommendations, guys. After we invest. After we invest. Well, maybe before. So we have a lining of the stomach. It's called Hence. drinking responsibly, which we encourage on this <laughs> podcast. Welcome back to the Luke Kidgelauer. Hope you're well. Hope you're good. And that's all. Just wait. Watching some e boys lately on the talk. Mm. Um, that's what I. That's what I do. I watch boys on the internet yeah. before I go to bed. Um, she's not a strong starter. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watch this one. Everyone's seen it. It's my favorite. One of my favorite videos in the internet. These like 25, 26 year old dudes. I reckon they're like my age or maybe older. Yeah. Have you seen the one where they someone's filmed it from a distance? A lot of people will have seen this one, and they all each take in in turns coming up to the camera and like lip syncing with their shirts on. Yeah. Oh, off. Sorry. While they do it. They're boys on the internet. Um, it actually disgusts me how much I don't have my rig out on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. I got verified on the talk during the week. Ooh. See that? Got that big Congratulations. Yeah. You know, I've made it, whatever. It's no big deal. Uh, guys, before we get into it, uh, we need to play the buzzer. This one is sent in by, who was it sent in by? Yeah. No. Sent him by yeah, nah. He didn't have a, didn't yeah, have a name. Okay. <laughs> Parents are getting pretty lazy these days <laughs> on birth certificates. Uh, this one's sent in by yeah, nah to start the Luke Kitchell hour. Hey, man, you're using my face. I'm in your face. <laughs> <laughs> That's from the uh, tuna sandwich fight scene yes. in the first Fast and Furious film. Man, we need to get the quote... Uh, next week, can someone send in the bit where it's like, no one comes here for the tuna? <laughs> <laughs> I want to get that one. I uh, hope you've all had a good week. I've had a really good week. I'm back home. I know I was back home last week, but I've had a whole week now being back on a home turf. Feels good. Not going to lie. Caught up with the lads on the weekend. Uh, Reese, the big birthday boy, mm. had a celebration. Yeah. Um, I will admit. Uh, my present hasn't come. Ooh. Uh, and I'll tell you why, Reese. Okay. Because I forgot to order it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I just realized then that I was supposed to have it for today's podcast. Okay, yeah. I do have one in mind. I okay. want you to know that I've put thought into it, that but no sc- effort. Scares me. I don't know <laughs> what to expect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, happy birthday. How was the you. big B day? 25? Uh, yeah, 25. Getting old. Got the grey hairs going. Mm, it shows. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it, was, it was good. <laughs> he came in with a new Katmandu jacket. It was crazy how humble he was yesterday. So I saw Reese yesterday. <laughs> He's a humble boy. I go, how was your birthday? Clearly like clocking the new Katmandu. Like <laughs> I knew it was new because otherwise I would have seen you in it before. Yeah. Because you wear like the same full jumpers over and over again. I do. Like me. You know, I have that red one. I have my three Gander ones. And actually that's it. Um... So I was like, you, you go, yeah, yeah, good. No, it was fine. Just, you know, dinner, stuff like that. And I'm like waiting for you to acknowledge the fact that you got a, some new drip. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you were dripping with drip. I was. 
And he didn't like every other bloke in Melbourne. Yeah, but he didn't even reference it once. And then I eventually, like in the middle of the day, I gave you four hours (laughs) to acknowledge the new Katmandu puffer. And then I go, is that new? And he goes, oh, yeah. I go, birthday? And he goes, yeah. Mate, that's the first thing you tell me. You walk in, you do a spin, you go look at me, and you, you 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 know, you got to rep, rep the drip. I do, but just want to see how long it would take you. It's cool, man. It was good. You looked warm when I picked you up from the station this morning. Yeah, uh, Melbourne's really become cold, <laughs> and I don't like that. And here's why: because uh, cold sucks, and I didn't get time to adjust to Melbourne winter this winter because I was I was busy on the Gold Coast. Oh, I didn't get time to adjust because I was in the sun enjoying my life. And I've made it my life goal, and I've said this before, but I, I've really decided. I'm actually thinking. Man, I can't do it though. This, the only thing that's stopping me is because I have a life here um, and all my friends and family and career. But other than those things, those three little teeny things, friends, family, career, my entire life, God, I'd love to move to the Gold Coast. Oh, for six months a year. I don't want to live there. I'm not a savage, right? But for six months of the year, wouldn't it be great to just head there in like late May? And then hang out there till late August <laughs> and then come back in spring and then just enjoy your time here. Because then I wouldn't resent Melbourne. I spend most of September resenting Melbourne. October's usually pretty rainy in Melbourne anyway. So you can give that a miss. Um, but I think it's pretty rainy up there. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just haven't had time to adjust. So the chill has just hit me hard. I was giving Lewis shit like two weeks ago for wearing long johns on the podcast. And now I'm thinking of like getting a pair. You know, I want like long johns for my torso. So maybe just a skivvy. I think that's what skivvies are. But yeah, I don't get cold waist down because I was one of those freaks in primary school that wore shorts every day. Oh, I psycho. think, yeah. Did, did you have, ever wear trackies to primary school? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, coward. Sorry. Yeah. Cold. No, you're 12. <laughs> what are you feeling? That's fine. Old. No, not at all. When you're 12, you just get out there and get amongst it. You know, I was busy playing bat tennis, dude. <laughs> I was fucking cool in primary school. What about was, in high school? Huh? High school? High school, I started to dabble in pants because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, maybe I'm a psycho. <laughs> but I think I just became soft. I became a coward. I became the person that I resented when I was nine. Um, now I'm a big trackies man and yeah. I, I get cold, but my legs still don't really get that cold. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know how dudes legs get cold. We've all got hairy Chewbacca legs anyway. You know, you don't have dainty shaved legs. Oh. So they really, that isn't that what hair's for, body hair's for to provide warmth. I don't know. <laughs> I think it is like, that's, that's why cavemen had it. Um, although it's not really achieving its purpose. That's why we're evolving. Guys, whatever. This is evolution. What up? So, shows, one month until Perth. That's pretty big. And the borders open to Victoria on Friday. So, get your tickets. It looks like the show is going ahead. Uh, we've almost, like, filled the bottom area, the bottom section of the of the theatre. So, um, if you want good seats, bloody get in there soon. Otherwise, you'll be sitting up the top, which is still good. Right? Because as soon as they go on sale, I'll be like, well, they're, they're really good seats, guys. You should buy them. <laughs> but just 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 between you and me, they're not that good. <laughs> so, uh, 
Yeah, get get your tickets, Regal Theatre. I'm also doing Bunbury the night before and then the rest of the shows. Um, I just did my Geelong show on the weekend. Hang on, before we talk about that, that was interesting though. Um, we've got regional Queensland coming up. You know the dates, but just in case you're unaware, right? We've got uh, Bendigo is currently sold out depending if, re- if restrictions change. Same with both my Melbourne shows. Although people like get their tickets refunded a fair bit because they're rescheduled shows. So they are sold out currently, but... Check if you check every day, you might be able to get two tickets or so if people cancel. Um, otherwise, Adelaide, get your ticks, and then it's our Bunbury, Perth, Canberra. We're coming back. There's only sixty tickets left to the second show. Holy shit! Uh, Harvey Bay, never been there before. Don't know where that is. <laughs> Can't wait to find out. I assume it's on a beach somewhere or a bay. You know, I'm assuming there's water nearby. Great that Harvey owns. Um, Cans, let's just be honest, Reese, because we're, we're all about transparency on this podcast. Yep. It's selling like shit. Cans is actually selling worse than Bundaberg. Oh, no. Yeah. And that's, that's fucked. I mean, I didn't really set myself up for, for success doing 18 plus show on a Tuesday night in a tourist hotspot <laughs> where there's currently no tourists. <laughs> but guys, if you live near Cairns, get on down. I appreciate it. Um, Townsville, we're doing two shows. Uh, both of those are almost half full. Mackay, Rockhampton, Bundaberg, uh, Toowoomba, two shows. Uh, Sunshine Coast, Gold Coast, two shows in Brisbane. Launceston and then Hobart. Get on down. Now, we did a high school on the weekend in Geelong. It was my third Geelong show for the year. I really wasn't expecting to sell that well in Geelong, so we kept adding shows, uh, which was mad. And um, I've done that room twice before, and it's owned by a high school. And the third time we got there on the weekend, uh, the school didn't tell us. No one put this in an email. We rocked up, and the whole stage slash theater is set up for a high school production of The Addams Family, right? We get there and I just go, oh boy, there's like torture devices on stage. There's like a throne, there's like seats, there's fake spider webs everywhere, which we got rid of a few of them. But pretty much imagine the set of a high school production of The Addams Family. Now imagine why I perform my show on the weekend. Right in the middle of it. There was, I went backstage, there was swords, there were crossbows. There's like little creepy crawly hands that like move when you turn them on. There's like there's cigars. There's just like all these random props backstage. I entered stage holding a sword. It was probably the coolest I've ever felt. It kind of happened on accident because yeah. we were having so many sword fights backstage before the show, which was very dangerous because they were proper <laughs> fencing swords. Oh, they were they they were kind of blunted at the end. Yeah. But I was like, if I wanted to, I could kill Ruben. Like if I wanted to, I could have just been like, fuck you <laughs> and just ended him. But I chose not to. And that's what you gotta do as a human with a conscience. You know? Um some psychopaths would just be like fucking whatever. But like, isn't that crazy? That and the the crossbow worked. Oh, like really? they were plastic darts, but like you know, it could take someone's eye out. Like we're all filming. Devlin loads it up and just goes bang. And then it like does that thing where it ricochets off the roof oh, and everyone's shit. like, fuck. <laughs> uh, that was a bit of fun. So yeah, I, cause the like, Ruben was performing and as I was like, he's opening the show and I'm like kind of waiting backstage to go on and I'm, you know, just going over my set. I just kind of pace around usually or just sit there and sit on my phone. I try not to sit there on my phone because phone just numbs your brain. 
So for at least the 10 minutes before I'm on stage, I try not to like stare at my phone or look at it. I usually put it in my bag and then just pace around, get in the zone. And because there's so many sores and shit, I'm pacing around like hitting <laughs> things with, the, like I'm in a room by myself and I'm just like hitting things off the table. And like, so, and then I, I kind of forget all of a sudden that Ruben's about to finish. He has this last joke that he ends on every single show. And I know that, but in my head, I'm like, oh, I've still got like a few minutes. And then he's like, and then I'm like not really paying attention. Then I think someone calls me and I go, oh, I've got to go on stage, I think. And then I realize he's like announcing me on. He's like, welcome to the stage, yeah. Luke, Kijil. And I have a sword in my hand and it was, I would have either had to quickly thrown the sword and it would have just crashed through like a table full of shit. Oh, I guess I could have just lent it against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I panicked and I just walked onto stage holding the sword. And I think the crowd was, cause I didn't do it in a cool way. I wasn't like, I didn't go on stage and like shing shing and like, wow. I just panicked. I think walked on stage just holding a sword <laughs> and like made architect with the crowd. And they were just like, is this a bit like, is this part of the show? Like, does he have a, a, a like I've heard of the fog bit, but he's never talked about the sword bit. And um, then I just had to be like, Oh, sorry. I'm holding a sword. And that was like the first thing I said to the crowd. And it's always like a bunch of people's first time at a comedy show. Like, cause I get a lot of, you know, like younger people, like, you know, 18 years old or whatever. I had never seen comedy before I was 18. So I totally get it. It's like a lot of people are seeing comedy for the first time. And it's just funny to me knowing that me entering the stage, that's like an Adam Sandler, like Adam's family high school production with a sword in their brain now, they're like, that's comedy. <laughs> like, <coughs> like, why the fuck doesn't Kevin Hart do this on his uh, Netflix shows? Yeah, I wonder <coughs> if they were, like, confused when they first walked into the venue and saw all the stuff on the stage, and they probably might have thought, like, oh, is this part of the set part of the show? Dude, I was confused. <laughs> For a second, I was like, was this on my radar? I was like, I didn't, not once. I'm pretty sure we said water. I don't think I said um, torture device on stage. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was a bit of fun. <laughs> most podcasters would not clear their throat in the microphone fuck those people so um yeah that, that was good fun guys thanks for coming out to the shows i uh had a night out with the lads the night before finally caught up with my mates because i've been away for two months it's just got to the point now where they're just like <clears throat> i'm like the guy in the friendship group that they don't like go, oh, Luke never comes to stuff, whatever. They just know. They're just like, oh, you, you've, like, you're back. You know, it's more of a thing now where if I'm there, it's a miracle because I'm usually not there because I mainly perform on weekends uh, for six months of the year. So I pretty much go MIA uh, to everyone in my personal life for about six months a year while I tour because I usually tour every weekend. But it was lots of fun catching up. We went out to a local bar. Reese and I were at first having a couple of, bevies for your b day um word word i heard word on the street a little birdie told me <laughs> uh rumor before we left and i don't know who i heard this of i completely forget i think it was a small bird um i heard that you were gonna let the dogs out yeah and i was shutting down the rumors at the start yeah start of the day he's like i'm not sure what you're talking about i don't even own dogs like and if <laughs> i did they're gonna be firm like firmly kept in their pen tonight maybe two to three beers and, you know, the Baja men will not write a song about me <laughs> come tomorrow morning. What happened? Because then towards later in the day, 
as it got nearer and nearer to like 5 p.m. and we were going to end and we're like, oh, yeah, like we had the whole day, like we're going to go to the pub. Reese just gets parched as hell. Just yeah. get, he just got yeah, thirsty. Get thirsty. And I started to be like, oh, you know, we're going to get dogs out. And then you start to be like, maybe <laughs> the door's ajar. Haven't put a lock on it. That's for sure. And I was like, okay. And then uh, you had a, you were going to get an Uber to catch up with your friends at like seven, yeah. you know. And uh, we pretty much just had dinner and a couple of drinks before we both went our separate ways. And uh, you were like, I need to get an Uber in 10 minutes. So I was like, oh, Reese is done here. He's going to call an Uber and he's going to be out here. He's like, I've got time for one more. And I was like, oh, my God. I started making missing dog posters <laughs> with a reward going, sorry, one of my employees has just let out the fucking dogs tonight. And then how did it end up? Ah, uh, yeah, off... They did get let out. We'll yeah. See. yeah. Okay. Got home at about one thirty-two. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Any any of anything of note happen? Uh, no, not really. Just caught up with the boys. Just chill. I had a crazy night. Yeah, but which I'll I'll tell people yeah. about. But nothing happened. No, nothing too. Oh, there was something I agreed to, which I'll bring up later. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you just bring it up now? Oh, I can now. Um. Okay. So. <laughs> Remember a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the coolest things, the coolest we've ever felt. Yes. Yeah. Did you have the feeling on Friday? Because the, the, all the guys who I went out with there, in, I used to play football with them as well. Yeah. And we were talking about how the coolest I ever felt was when I played, when I scored that goal in the football grand final. Yeah. And then I was talking about, oh, how I sort of want to come back and play because I haven't played for a while. Mm. I have agreed to make the comeback at the end of the oh, year. Oh, no. <laughs> what are you doing? You got out, man. You didn't have to play indoor soccer ever again. Yeah, you didn't the, have the to. The comeback's on. Yeah. <laughs> is, is, <laughs> is that really the coolest you've ever felt? Was Were the boys like, No, not, yes. on, not on Friday night, but we were, when we first when it first came up on the podcast, when we were in Cooley, we were talking about the coolest... Oh, so that discussion led to you thinking of a comeback. I've been thinking about it for a while, but yeah, Friday night, I agreed to it. And what nights of the week do you play futsal? Oh, it's going to be it's a couple months away when yeah. the new season starts. Yeah, okay, great. Well, I'm looking forward to... Um, actually, you know what? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, great. Well done. Thanks. Congratulations. Hello there. This episode is sponsored by Manscaped. That is right. Uh, dude, get on it right now. Okay, if you're not, if you're not cleaning your nuts with the lawnmower 3.0, then I'm not sure what you're doing it with. But stop, because I've I've experienced bad razors and clippers in the past. And uh, once I went manscaped, guys, I never went back. And your balls will thank you. Says their slogan here, and, and it's true. My balls, I yeah. dude, I did it the other night. My balls got on their knees and were like, "Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> thank you for making us so smooth and um." And, and refreshing because it comes with a ball toner, uh, which I, I one time I did spritz on my nuts. And Reese, I'm not going to lie, it made me feel alive. <laughs> I don't toned? know. Oh, they were very toned. <laughs> Dude, they were, they were jacked. <laughs> I think my, uh, my balls had abs. So if you want your nuts to have abs, guys, <laughs> in the contract, it strictly says don't say things that aren't true. That's a fact. <laughs> my balls had abs. All right. I'm not saying your balls will have abs, but I have a six pack on my nuts. Thanks to this ball turner. I'm not going to promise that. 
that's a direct effect of owning the ball toner, but I'm saying it's a nice touch and it could happen for you too. Um, guys, get the Lawnmower 3.0. It's seriously such a good shaver. Um, it lasts for ages. You can use it in the shower. It's discreet. It's, uh, well, I mean, when the shower's going, you can't hear that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just, it's a it's good. And it's waterproof and um, it comes with like a little toilet bag and all the accessories for it. It's honestly really good. And you can use our code BASIC uh, to get 20% off and free shipping. So please do that. Help support uh, the podcast. Uh, thanks to all the people who got it last month. Uh, Manscaped wanted to return, which was cool. So um. Yeah, do that. And now, Reese. Yep. Back to the episode. Woo. We had a, I had a big night out. It's weird. We've got to the point now where I don't know. If, look, a lot of younger people might listen to this podcast, but I'm just, I'm not into nightclubs. I'm sorry, I can't relate to you there. I'm a pub man. I'm not a club man. I even talk about it on stage now about how much I love pubs. Like I'm just, that's just my life. And because all my mates still pretty much live locally, whenever we go out, we just go out like within three kilometers of my house, like of all our houses. We just go out to local pubs and sit there all night. And it's so much fun because you just like random shit happens. And I haven't been out in ages. And I was actually shocked in the space of three hours how much weird shit happened. Some of it probably just can't be discussed. I mean, um, you know how Lewis has that bit about the fan in hospital? Yep. He has like a stand-up routine about from years back. I met the guy. Oh, really? I met the fan who sent him the <laughs> message. Yeah, like weird shit like that always happens for some reason on a night out. I met um, oh, like the, the, another whole thing. It's not worth even talking about. But the best thing that happened, right, we finished, wrapped up at the pub. Um, oh, this is funny as well. The bartender at like our local was like, you boys come here a bit. And I don't, but like my mates do because I'm always away. They're like, oh, do you want to go to the secret area? Of the pub. And I was like, um, yes. I've been coming to this place for ages. Did not know there was a secret area. <laughs> Turns out there's not. <laughs> it's just another bar at the back. Okay. <laughs> it's just a back. I just had never bothered to walk that far back into the venue before. And they're like, do you want to get a secret area? She was like, you know what? I'll see what I can do. And like she made like, she was doing this massive favor. And then we're like sitting there like, okay. We, we forgot about it. Yeah. Then 20 minutes later, she was like, guys, are you ready? We're like, ready for what? And she's like. To see the secret area. Now, that's cool. When someone in your life offers to show you a secret area, immediately I'm thinking, let's go to Narnia, bitch. Let's do it. Like, secret area to me is like um, you walk, you open a bookshelf, like, like, like a bookcase opens to reveal a doorway. That's a secret area. And there is that bar in Melbourne that does that, but yeah, it's on Pinterest, so it doesn't count. It's not secret. People know about it. But I'm, I want like a trap door to open up in the toilet and then we all just go and go down and there's a secret area underground. I want maybe a, a bunker, like, I don't know, wouldn't that be cool? Like a apocalypse-themed bunker bar. Mm. That'd be great. So I want secret. She just walks us out to the back. It's just more chairs at the back. And more quiet. Dude, there's people there. Oh. <laughs> it's not secret. Like people, I'm like, there's eight people here. So people know about it. I'm like, you told them the secret. I don't feel exclusive. It was barely a VIP area, I would say. But anyway, we were in the secret area. Uh, then we left to go to Macca's, right, as most nights out end. And dude, holy dooly, these blokes in suits walk in. And, you know, they're, they're probably 18, 19. I'm thinking, this is weird. Have they had like some kind of like Deb or formal event at yeah. their school. Not at all. Just a lad's poker night uh, where they decided to dress up a bit. And 
one of them just comes up to me and I'll show you the receipt, Reese. He just goes, hey. I was like, hey. And uh, we had a chat and he was like, I just ordered a cheeseburger. And this is a complete stranger, by the way. And I go, okay, great. And he's like, no cheese, no burger. I was like, so you just ordered bread? He goes, nuh-uh. And then he shows me his receipt and he's added one soft serve to the cheeseburger. <laughs> right? So he's gone, no cheese, no burger. So it's essentially what's left is sauce, pickles, and ice cream in a bun. I just go to him flat out. There's no fucking way they'll make that for you. But already I'm hooked. I'm in. I'm yeah. like, I got my order. I stayed. I was like, I need to know if he gets this, right? All my friendship group stays. We then, then the whole Mac is like, everyone's talking about it. Who's waiting up. Another friendship group comes in. They're like, what are you, are you guys lining up? We're like, no, we're waiting for this guy to get his order. And then we explain it to him. Then they all wait around. Everyone's like, okay, well, I didn't see if they do this shit. Now all of a sudden, the 16 year old or 18 year old who's working there has like 30 people <laughs> waiting in the Maccas to see if she's going to put ice cream on a burger. And Reese, dude, the applause that oh. she got when she walked over to that soft serve machine with a Maccas box, like with a burger box, just sadly open. Yeah. She looked at us all and just went, <laughs> are you sure? And then the guy was like, yep. <laughs> Absolute scenes. And then just went and just like filled it up. I have a photo. Disgusting. The guy ate it in front of me. Um, that's She just filled it with oh. soft serve, right? Filthy scenes. Um, I then started filming with the guy. Yeah. Hang on. Oh, I don't <laughs> This is okay. This is actually a great soundbite of every time I go into a McDonald's. I'm trying to have fun, fun with my friends, right? And this is what happens 100% of the time. Morning, Gluck Gluck for that. This he, man got it. It happened, dude. I mean, shit happened. That's hey, Is that your name? Yeah. Are you a comedian? No, dude, you're trying to sure. make comedy I'm here. Made, right? made this <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my mates saying, let him do his job. All right, he's filming a man with a That's burger. Wild. Yeah, <laughs> dude, every time. Are you like? Are you like? It's always drunk girls. I've seen you on like my phone. Ah <laughs> oh, fuck. So um, yeah, it was a big night of investing, although no good deals to report. And I guess that brings uh the time. Sorry, the time. It's time for this. Yes. Oi, mate, is it happy hour yet? It's ten a.m. You cheapskate. Cheap evs are hard to get, so help us choose. Give us your deals that we can't refuse. Reason I will invest, 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 invest for you. Yeah, we will invest, 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 invest for you. That is right. We are investing uh, all around the country this year on tour. Uh, people have been sending in their best happy hour deals. And by the way, a lot of love and excitement for this segment. A few of my mates getting around it, even Ooh. on the gram. That's when you know you've got a good one. Because like I do a lot of content. Yeah. And they like, you know, rarely engage with my professional work. Like that would be like, oh, good video. Oh, yeah, I saw a couple of videos, whatever. 
This one, a lot of replies. Uh, my mate Jake, uh, this is great. Someone had to collate this data. Congratulations, putting your platform to good use. Um, and a lot of just similar things of yeah. like, let us know, you know, maybe we need to make like a database. Like yeah, I think there's, de- sheet. there's demand for like a either an Excel sheet or even like a map with like pinpoints of oh, yeah. where you can get great deals yeah. <laughs> um, around the country. I'll be honest, I can't be bothered to make it. Don't think Reese can either. So let me know if there's like technology where everyone can add in their own. Like, is there a platform where everyone can add their own deals you and can do like a and we all have that people like. Oh yeah, like an editable yeah, yeah spreadsheet that people can edit. Yeah, we'll see. But we need to like I guess get this data together. Um so the best happy hour deals that we received, uh this one came in from Caleb from Tassie, and we are going to Tassie. Uh he goes, just watched the new Lukigil hour. Not sure if it's super cheap, but five dollar pints at the Republic Bar in Hobart between five and seven on Fridays and Saturdays. Now, Reese, do you want to know something heartbreaking? That's where the show was supposed to be. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but it got moved due to a, like a scheduling slash maybe like, I don't know, something some to do with the venue. I forget why it got moved, but now it's not at that venue. But um, maybe before the venue, the problem is we just have to get to venue. We have to get to, you know, actually, we have the Saturday off in Hobart. Ooh, ooh. Oh, that's dangerous. I was going to oh. say, we, did, we don't want to be doing investing before the show. That could end badly. <laughs> Oh, man, it's last shot of the tour. Quite so. right, true. Yeah, fuck right, true, yeah. Yeah, it's all, it's Hobart. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> They're probably going to be fucking their cousins anyway while I'm performing. <laughs> so is it a big deal? Uh, oh. Sorry, just that text there. Pretty embarrassing <laughs> ringtone there. <laughs> boing, boing. Um, that's how I like my messages to come in, to just bounce into my inbox. Uh, this one's from JC. Uh, I think her name is Jacinta. Uh, Magnums in Airlie Beach. You ready for this one? This one blew my mind. This blew me away. Get ready. You feel a gust <laughs> as I tell you. You ready? Magnums in Airlie Beach, which I've been there before. It's yep. not bad. Does $9 jugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's dangerous. Dude, there should Holy be a shit. caution sign on the outside oh. of the bar. Going caution, enter at own risk, <laughs> $9 jugs provided. Sign now, a waiver to get in. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I'm going to sign my life away. <laughs> that's going to be great. Um, we are going to Ellie Beach for a few days. Whoa. So that's, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I'm, we're going to have to go to a souvenir shop. Otherwise, we're not giving Ellie Beach enough money. No. Like as tourists. We're not even supporting businesses <laughs> after COVID. How do you turn a profit off that? And also, she goes, obviously, it's selected beers. I was like, sure. I didn't expect $9 everything. But, you know, even if it's like, what's the shitty beers? It's always like, I don't know, like Tiger or Kung Fu. You know, like just like weird beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually startup beers. Now Kung Fu is more expensive, I think. But um, And they do $5 basics and $13 cocktails. But $13 cocktails, not like that's good, but it's not. Crazy yeah. compared to nine dollar jugs. Nine dollar jugs just whoa boy. She told me that news and I, I just started convulsing in excitement. Um, you got a couple over the email. Yes, so this one comes in from Wolski. Yep. Um, Newport Bar does two dollar middies on Wednesdays, happy hour and happy investing. Where's Newport Bar? Um is it, the subject line's Perth. Oh great. So it must be somewhere in Perth. Okay. Wait, uh, on what days? Or oh, every day? Uh Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Two dollar oh, middies. I don't know if I can be there on a Wednesday. Hour. Damn it! Oh my god, I'm been very popular today. Um, two dollar middies. Two dollars. Two dollar middies. 
During the day? Just, she just says Newport Bar does $2 middies on Wednesdays. That's insane. I mean, I don't really want to drink mid-strength beer, but for $2, like, just yeah. have two, you know? <laughs> then you're fine. That's amazing. And um, we've got one from Anna in Canberra. Yep. Uh, oh, Canberra good. Labor Club, they have got basic spirits and any tap beer or wine for $5 at 5 p.m. and $6 at 6 p.m. That's good. Yeah, I reckon that, you know, the thing is, the $9 jugs have stood out and the $2 oh, yeah. middies. Those are the two best deals so far. We're doing a leaderboard of these. Yeah. $5, $6 scooters and stuff, that feels like the general consensus for a lot of places happy hour. Like no businesses are going lower than six bucks for a drink. And by the way, just for UK people, you're going to have to look up whatever $5 Australian is to you because I think it's like a couple of quid because I think quid's more. Yeah. Like I think three quid is like $6. I don't know. I don't actually know. I need to put it in. But um, yeah, that's that's um, that's hectic. So um, great. Keep on sending in your deals. We do need to create like an Excel spreadsheet or something yeah. like that. Maybe can someone let us know how to do that? You know, I, I just can't be, I just can't not be bothered to, to yeah. look into it unless you want to look into it. I just know I, I, I'm worried at the fact I'll say I'm going to, because this started, we, we, I've been down this road before on this podcast. Originally, we wanted to do a free source map of every location in the country that offers free source to people. Yeah. And I started doing a map, realized I had to log them in all myself. I probably logged in like a hundred locations and then just couldn't be fucked. Mm. And I was on my website for about a year. I can't be bothered to do that anymore. Happy to put up a thing on my website. Yeah, maybe on the podcast page, then we might be able to do that Excel thing. Yeah, it'd just be good if it could integrate into my website and people could like edit it, but we'll we'll see how we go. But um, either way, uh, great start. Um, I think I've got a couple more, but none that, oh, you know, that stood out. $9 jugs Ooh. is just like, I'm thinking of, it's actually financially viable to fly there <laughs> for a night out <laughs> yeah. and just stay the night. And also Magnums, it sounds... It does. It, it sounds like a backpacker bar. I think I've been there before. I think I know the one she's talking about. It's definitely like the the place to be there. Um, so that's exciting times. It's a big going to be a big night out at Magnums. Uh, this is one I want to talk about. Um, I recently changed phone providers, right? Um, I was with Kogan, right? Now I'm with uh, LD Mobile, right? It's... um. I, I'm a big fan of just going with like fucking weird phone companies that are way cheaper because I use a lot of data, right? And Lewis was like, you need to go with Aldi or whatever because they're associated with Telstra. I forget why I did it, but on I did it on the tour because I wasn't getting Yeah, we reception. did it in Yeah, it was awful. But anyway, I switched. Dude, Kogan, and this happens with every mobile company, so desperate to get me back. I received this email during the week and this this might you thought nine dollar jugs was a good deal i it almost swayed me <laughs> this is how much I, I spent a week trying to transfer over my number and shit it was a pain in the ass then kogan sent me this email it's kind of like i don't know if you've ever been like i've never have but have you ever been like hit up by like a desperate ex before and you're like please i'll change you know, I promise I'm getting better as a person. This is what Kogan did to me in my emails. I was like, you don't do this to me, Kogan, all right? I've left. Let me leave with honor. Don't make me, don't come crawling back and then also tempt me like that. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know what the equivalent is. Maybe like your ex, like sending your nudes 
or something yeah. like that after you've broken up. You're just like, what the fuck are you doing, right? I'm just trying to make it more relatable to people, okay? Even though that's probably not that relatable. <laughs> Luke, this is the subject of the emails. I hadn't even opened it yet, and I was like, already rock hard. <laughs> Luke, get 85% off <laughs> a 90-day large plan when you bring your number back to Kogan Mobile. <laughs> Half of me was like, what the fuck? You can't just do 85% off your product. It completely devalues what you were charging me initially. And also, don't like the only thing, the reason why I didn't go back is because I was like, Kogan, have some self-respect. Don't give me, don't charge me 15% of what you actually want to charge me. That's embarrassing. Like how desperate are you for clients where you're like, Fuck it, 85% off. Imagine if you are like did the thing at stores where you're like haggling or something and you're like, come on, 20% off. And they're like, no, I can't do it. No, I can't do it. And then you go, all right. And you do the walkout. Yep. You get to the door and they're like, fine, 85% <laughs> off. You're like, I'd be like, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> Is this shit? Why are you giving me that much money? So um, yeah, guys, Kogan, desperate, right? Figure it out. And I don't, I don't want to come back. So I, I just want to. There's got to be some catch to that, surely. I mean, it's only ninety days, yeah. and then they go back to charging you. But you know, I could go back for ninety days, and then just <laughs> think, you know, just ditch yeah. again, and then I'll get another one. Yeah. I bet you people do that. I bet you there's some soul that's worked out that if you just leave them once every three months, they go, please stay, <laughs> and you just get really cheap mobile data. Um, that's unbe- unbelievable. Fourteen dollars ninety for a ninety day plan. Of like 60 gig of data. Fucking embarrassing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I went out to watch one of my uh, best mates gigs uh, during the week. Tyler, he's got like a, a little music project. Uh, well, it's like a band. I don't know. It's kind of like a band. It's a band, but it's like he just played a solo gig as the band. Very confusing. It's called Blank Face. Anyway, I went to his gig. Um, it was great. It was like kind of cool to watch because everyone's been coming to, all my friends come to like my comedy festival show and stuff every year. So I was like so happy that like for once I could just go and watch one of my friends do something like cool. And, um, it was so cool. We're all there. And, uh, he was doing that. This like gig, like at this room that I sometimes do stand up in and it's like in Brunswick. So it's kind of like a, not a rough crowd, but you get like drunks on a Wednesday, just rolling through Sydney road. And he's like, so brutal. Like it's his first gig. It was all going great. He played a couple songs and then some bloke just yells from the back like, Oh my, do you do any covers? It's like the equivalent of like, I don't know, someone just being at my show, like do a good joke. Like clearly not enjoying his originals. Like everyone else is having fun. Dude, Tyler is like hilarious. My mate, right? He fucking rips this guy new <laughs> asshole. He crushed harder in that room than I ever have doing stand-up, right? He just, like, burns this guy. The crowd loses it. This guy's so embarrassed. And then um, just rips him to shreds. And then I forget, oh, how did the No, it ends really sad, the story. Then the guy got really drunk and tried to hit the bar, like the waitress, and then the cops right. came. But, yeah, that was a bit of a bummer on the night. <laughs> um, yeah, he was... Uh, he handled it really well. It was so cool just to, like, see one of your boys out there doing good. But one thing that happened, right, was there was a lot of people I knew there, just, you know, a bunch of friends and stuff. And there was this guy who was in the crowd and I, I just looked at him for like half an hour and I was like, fuck, I can't figure out where I know him from. And cause it was like in Brunswick and he wasn't hanging out with any of my high school friends. I was like, it's definitely like not 
maybe he's not one of Tyler's friends. Maybe he's just here. Because there was a few random people just at the bar watching him. Because um, it was like a free gig or whatever. So I was like, maybe maybe this guy is just like, maybe he's an open mic up. Maybe I've seen him at a comedy night before. Because he's in Brunswick. I yep. do gigs. He was like, maybe he just hangs out here. And I'm like, looking at this guy for ages. And then... I know if this has ever happened to you, Reese, and this might be the most, like, the most least relatable thing I've ever said, but I looked at this guy and then went, oh, he's the guy from the cushion. Have you ever recognized someone from a cushion before? No. No, neither did I. Do you know how weird that is to look at someone in the face, like, be trying to work out where the fuck you know them from for half an hour and then realize you've probably climaxed on his head. (laughs) (laughs) So it turns out some people did. He was there for Tyler, right? Meg has this cushion, right? That she got made from one of her high school productions, like in her year 12 high school production or whatever. And it's got like some of the cast members. Yeah posing on the cushion yeah right and i've like this cushion just used to be in a room it's not here anymore i don't think we have it anymore i don't know i don't know where it is i haven't seen it for like a year and a half but back before we moved into this house there was this cushion that was kind of just on the floor in her bedrooms right over and i just had like some of these people who she went to high school with right and um i was like okay cool great and i i, I maybe and in my mind i put this guy's face into my brain, right? And then forgot about it for two years. And then he was like in front of me and he like walked out of the toilet and I was walking in and I was like, fuck, I know that guy from somewhere. And then it just clicked and I was like, oh my God, dude. And then I like, I didn't know whether to say to him. Cause like, you can't walk up to someone and be like, man, you're the guy from the cushion. <laughs> and he's gonna be like, what? <laughs> he doesn't, I don't even know if he knows the cushion exists, but I know him from a, from a pillow. Yeah. Right, so I don't want to be like you're the cushion guy because he'll probably be like, "Oh, you're Meg's boyfriend," and I'll be like, "Yeah, you're cushion dude." <laughs> so that's like a weird thing to say. So this whole night, and I just go to Meg. I was like, "Oh, Meg," and she's like, "What?" I'm like, "You know that guy over there?" She's like, "Yeah," and she like she said his name. And I was like, "Oh, you know him?" She's like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Oh, he's the guy from the cushion," and she's like, "What?" And I had to explain that. And then I'm explaining to everyone why, like the like I'm I felt rude because like. Then if Tyler's probably trying to perform and I don't, I don't want to be the guy talking right while he's doing his shit. But then like there's people like some other friends going like, what's going on? I'm like, Oh, I know this guy from a cushion. And then everyone's like, what do you mean? You know, this guy from a cushion, dude, the amount of confusion that just, just went around the room of like, I think Luke knows him from a cushion. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like he's seen him on a pillow before. And then some, some one of my mates was like, does he do pillow pillow modeling? Like, what do you mean? Like, like as in he's like just like in a bed, Bath and Beyond ad somewhere, yeah. or he's you know he does Harrison scarf catalogs, <laughs> and everyone's like, "What do you mean you know from a cushion?" I'm like, "He's he's on a cushion," and because I didn't want to like I didn't couldn't really explain the whole story because I didn't want to be rude. I'm just telling everyone that I know this guy from a cushion, and um it was one of the most confusing five minutes yeah. of my life. I think it must have got back to the guy, and then the guy would have been like, "Hey, man." Luke knows you from a cushion and the guy would be like, what the fuck? So I, I just, I bailed out and I didn't tell him. And it's one of the biggest regrets of my life, not telling cushion guy that I know him from a cushion. <laughs> so if I ever see cushion guy again, I might tell him, man, you're cushion guy. Um, I don't know why I thought that was good to tell on the podcast, but that amused the fuck out of me when it was happening <laughs> is everyone just like the confusion and of everyone's face going like, you, you know, him from a cushion. 
Well, word might get back to him now through this. I know. Because, <laughs> like, usually, like, where do you know that guy? Like, oh, a mutual friend. Or, oh, he dated one of my friends. Or you just, like, know people from around. Yep. No one has ever been, like, from that in- inanimate... Inanimate? That's not a word. <laughs> um, it is. Inanimate object. Is that the word? Uh, Why am I going blank? No, it's the word. Well, I doubted myself. I don't know why I say a word that exists and then doubt it exists. In- inanimate objects. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> this podcast has never evolved. It's never changed. Like episode one, I was like, I don't know if that's the right word. Now we're at episode 200 and something and I'm like, inanimate? Inan- <laughs> um, we did say last week on the podcast, Reese, before we wrap up, that we would review, I'm pretty excited about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, we would review Jar Rules uh, ad. Do you know where it is? What do I look up? I think I just YouTube it, right? Um, we're going to have to put in the video. Hopefully we don't get copyrighted by the uh, Greek restaurant. Jar Rule ad. Um, so th- if you don't know, Jar Rule is a rapper who is pop. M- look, a lot of people think they know him from, you know, like being a rapper and his music. Uh, mo- he's definitely most popular for squeezing a titty. Uh, in Fast and Furious 1, there's a scene where um, that's it. He squeezes yep. a titty. And that's how I know him. And clearly that's how this uh, Greek restaurant knew him. You know, uh, one of my favorite things. Oh, sorry. A bit of a YouTube ad there. Um, Giving Jar Rule that cash. Needs it. Yeah, (laughs) clearly. Because he's doing this. Um, My biggest fear in life is becoming like a washed up celebrity. Because I watch these things and I howl laughing, right? But it's my biggest fear to end up on like a local Greek restaurant's ad being like, ah, you don't own me. You know, like, <laughs> you know, it's like, come in and don't buy food. And then I'm like buying the food. Like that's just like my biggest fear. Or if like I have to go in and be like, ah, tell us a joke, tell us a joke. Or like just do any things that people know me for. It's like my biggest fear, right? And this is what Jarvis had to do. He's clearly got a lump sum of money from this random Greek restaurant They've put him in front of a green screen. They've only put photos of meats and stuff behind him. And Ja Rule, I, all I'm gonna I'm gonna say, I've watched this once before, right? I have watched this before, but I haven't watched it for a while. All I'm gonna say is, from memory, he I don't think he's stuck to the script. No, not right? at all. It just I just didn't get the vibe from him that he's sticking to the script. Papa Christo's food is so good, it makes you wanna slap your mama. So Jarrell appears in from nowhere, like drops down. He's on a green screen. He's wearing a shirt that says, I love Greece. Like the I love New York shirts. And he opens with whatever restaurant is so good. It will make you want to slap your mama. It's like a weird, a weird, violent, domestic <laughs> abuse joke to start off the ad. So what, he's off to a flyer, right? And this is why I wanted to review. Pop Christo's got the best motherfucking gyros, gyros. <laughs> you ever f***ing ate your life so good? Take one of this picture. He's definitely not supposed to be swearing. No. Like, there's no way they were like, okay, can you say, we've got the best, best motherfucking gyros, your best mother shit. And like, what does he say? He swears like three times. And they've just had to, because you know what? I get the vibe that that they've recorded it, right? And then the business owner wasn't there. No, Someone no, no. else at the business has recorded it. And 
Jeremy was like, that's what you get. And then he just like walked out and squeezed another titty. I get that like, and they've just gone, fuck. All right, we have to use this. Right. So instead of like, like just scrapping it, they've just beeped. Like they could have just made it 30 seconds and not use the bits where he swore. But instead of oh, that's so good, dude. All right. I just don't want to listen to it from the start again. He goes, so fuck for audio listeners. He he does that like you know like the evil like. <laughs> he goes, shit so good. They want to make you. <laughs> oh, this is so good. You linked me this the other day. How did you find this? I I knew it from like a year or two ago, and it just entered my memory the other night. I'm like, oh my god. Like- Reese sends me the niche shit. Like, <laughs> and now the next scene is him just throwing pita bread. Around the room. Peters! Pop Pisto Peters! They got everything. I'm gonna just give you a rundown of some of my favorites. They got Tazi. By the way, <laughs> he's reading off a phone. <laughs> so, like, he's like, I'm gonna give you a rundown of some of my favorites. Whips out a phone and then struggles to pronounce the word Tzatziki. Are you ready? They got Tzatziki. Octopod Tequila. Whatever, but it's good. I don't even look. To be fair, I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> that word either. But if I was getting paid to do an ad, I'd be like, "Sorry, how do you say that?" Yeah. Okay. Octa. Okay. Look, you know what? I'm with Jar Rule here. What the fuck does that say? <laughs> Octopod. Octopod. Akia. Are you Greek? I don't know. No. no, you're not Greek. I know you're not Greek. Well, I'm asking you to be Greek. I'm like, have you recently become Greek? Uh, this is my favorite. Where he just gives up. Ah. I don't know, but it's good. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. You can't pronounce the food. It's so goddamn good. Who the fuck is paying Ja Rule to do this? Like, I feel like the equivalent is like, I don't know. Like, if like a Mexican, I don't know, like just any restaurant, like a fish and chip restaurant or a Mexican restaurant, doesn't matter. Just got like what? Like, who's an Australian version of Ja Rule? I don't know. We have so many washed up celebrities, yeah. you actually can't remember them. <laughs> no. Just like, I don't know, someone like, I don't know. Oh, I was about to say Jack Vigeon, but he was on one of those shows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Show them what you're working with, Papa. Show them how you do it. Hey, Papa. Hey, where are you? Papa Fish, are you here? Papa, Papa, Papa Fish, are you here? Come on down to Papa Grease. Did they edit? So I think what they were trying to do is they edit the owner saying whatever the fuck as a rapper being like, oh, we switched roles and now I'm Ja Rule. Was that the joke? (laughs) I don't. 2771 West Boulevard Pico. Oh. You can call right now and get it delivered. Poppy Christos. Ooh, make you want to do the dance. Did they get into dance? I reckon he, that took him three minutes. I reckon he one take, one ta- oh, clearly yeah. one taked it. Because at one point he goes, hold on, hold on. They didn't edit it out. Dude, that's one of the best ads I've ever seen. I feel like I need to do a YouTube video. Like, can you, st- can people send in like horrific ads? I just want to do a YouTube video review. 
Do you remember that ad, the Anthony Kudafidis? Oh, yeah. Uh, Suvlaki Hut. Suvlaki Hut, yeah. Ad? Yeah. Where he's like, there's a gorilla. Yeah. And he's like, oh, dude, ads with celebrities in front of green screens just wow me. They're yeah. so good. There are some ads as well that don't even have the celebrities, like the old school Rivers ads. Yeah. They're just like, what, what are the old school ones? No, just like the old Rivers ads where, where like, there's like metal guitar. Yeah, they're playing like metal like music while like there's socks coming across the screen. Men's, men's socks. Dun, 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 dun. College shirts. Who thought in that marketing, like, we'll do men's outdoor hiking equipment with death metal in the background? And someone was like, you've bloody done it. Uh, Guys, that's the end of the episode. Uh, Oh, actually, no, we should bust out the jar. We We said we'd do it. We haven't busted out the jar in a while. We'll do one question from the emergency content jar. Um, Yeah, great. Um, what song would you have opened your podcast if copyright didn't exist? Oh, well, my oh. my walkout song usually on stage is either Fat Bottom Girls by Queen because it's the ultimate pump-up song if you cast your minds back to 2019, 2020 podcast content. Uh, and it's also just a banger. Um, or I walk out to Reese Maston's version of Paradise City, which is originally performed uh, and written by Guns N' Roses. But I prefer Reese Maston's version because I'm I have taste. I'm a man of culture. Um, one of those two would be good. Ah, oh, I don't know. Like, it'd have to be just a bop. Yeah, probably Fat Bottom Girls. Although it's kind of weird because it's like it, I don't identify with. I'm not a big bottom girl. You yeah. know, I don't really identify with the song too much. I just think it slaps hard. Maybe it'd have to be something more that I identify with, like you know, Mr. Brightside, just something like really white. Yeah. You know, skater boy, perhaps. Um, speaking of skating, I dropped in. Oof. Your boy's done it. Yep. I I can't be bothered to play the Shred Zone opener. We've already had one. Thank you. <laughs> long clap. <laughs> um, we've already had one excessively long opener this podcast. We don't need to make it a second. But I did drop in. Uh, it was a... When I say... It wasn't much of a drop. Yeah, I, I really went in, though. Uh, it was 30 centimetres... I found the smallest quarter pipe that I think exists in the country and dropped in. It was terrifying. It took a lot of goes. I fucked it up a couple of times, almost ate shit. But then I got there and um, some would say, Reese, that I'm quickly approaching your skateboarding abilities. Yeah. But I still can't do the 360 spin thing. That's the coolest shit, man. But Re- I sent you footage last night. I, I did a drop in as well. Right, you were playing a video game. <laughs> <laughs> you were playing a skating video game. Um. Yeah, so that's 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 the answer. What 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 song would you know. do? I was thinking Hurricane by Faker. So you'd start a <laughs> podcast and it'd just be like ooh la la yeah, la ooh la la, la ooh la. Yeah, that's a good song. Hurricane. You know what? Hurricane is uh, their second best track. Yeah. People. Th- oh, I would go first, maybe. No, this heart attack is third. Look at, geez, this is a niche podcast <laughs> where we're discussing our top three faker tracks. <laughs> the best faker song is Are You Magnetic? Yeah. Are You Magnetic? It's a, I think it's funny. It's just a weird song. I, I would put that third for me. Wow. Well, at least it's in your top three. I'll do one more. Uh, what's the most clickbaity title you could come up with for this episode? Ooh, <laughs> I love doing... Um... um my ex, my ex desperately hey. wants me back. 
Oh, I was doing that MGK. Oh, <laughs> my. Jeez, we do this shitty meme whenever someone goes, hey, we go, Ma, you know my ex makes it all seem complicated because he has that song at the side. It's like, hey. So whenever someone goes like, uh, hey, and then I just say it. Anyway, um, I would say my desperate ex wants me back. I'm not going to call it that because yeah. that's horrible, right? But that would be the most clickbaity thing that I could put, I guess. Um, or... Night out goes wrong. <laughs> Night out gone soft serve sexual. <laughs> um, or what what would you I don't know. I'm don't I'm the worst with titles. Um <laughs> I would love to call you know what if clickbait didn't matter, like this is the thing, I've always like toyed with just not going for clickbait titles and just trying to amuse myself, but no one would click on them. That's the problem with the yeah. internet is I think the people who listen to it every week would still listen to it every week and they'd find it funny, but it wouldn't get like that extended audience that you need of people going, oh, I wonder what that's about. Because we all do it. We've all seen a clickbait title and been like, maybe I should yeah. maybe I should do, give it a little click. But uh, I think, like I would love to call this episode, um, you know, I met the guy from the cushion. Because it's just weird and intriguing and like, but no, no one will click on that. They'd be like, what? You, no one, I've never met anyone from a cushion. It's not relatable. Um, or what about we call, like call it Jar Rule is is washed up or like w- Jar you know where are they now Jar Rule edition <laughs> and he's doing ads for Greek restaurants swearing and not pronouncing the food correctly uh, or I, yeah I think the most clickbait one for this episode would have to be my desperate ex wants me back so bad yeah or like just something cringy and weird. Um, which I will not be calling the episode. Oh, fuck, that's such a good title. <laughs> <laughs> but I would never do that. Uh, guys, thank you very much for listening to the episode. Thank you very much for the uh, suggestions. Oh, someone passed me a little slip of paper at one of the shows for this. Oh, really? Huh? I don't know if I if it made it <laughs> off the merch table. And I'm not sure if I read it. I, was, I did read it. I forget. But anyway, if you want to give me these... Fingers. Maybe give them to Reese at yeah, the show. That was the original plan, yeah. Yeah. Um, someone did give me a little question to chuck in the jar or a few, but um, I'm not the best person to give them to because I'm meeting a bunch of people and stuff. And I may, I thought I'd put them in my pocket. I think I actually put them on the merch table and Meg must have been like, what's this rubbish? And then <laughs> anyway, um, so keep giving us in your little uh, suggestions for questions if you want. And uh, yeah, thanks very much for listening. Much appreciated as always. And Send the podcast an email, your best deals. Can you beat $9 jugs or $2 middies? That is the challenge this week. Good luck. LukeKidgelPodcast at gmail.com. And, yeah, we'll be back next Wednesday. Tell your friends. And um, that's all. Anything else, Reese? And uh, say happy birthday to Reese, guys. Show some goddamn respect. All right. (laughs) Bye.